Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I am James Haskell, along with my faithful compadre, Glenn Martin, and, of course, DK in the background. Gentlemen, Glenn, how you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Football is on. Uh, nobody of note is playing, although I do see uh, – remember that pass rusher? Um, man, as soon as I saw him, I recognized him for the Jets. Johnson – the third, I think he came out of uh, Florida State. Everyone thought we should get him. Anyway, he's out there. Um, but, yeah, it's a good night. Football's back on TV. What are we uh, – how many days away from the Ravens' first preseason game? Like eight days away, I think it is. I think it's next Something Friday. Something like that. Um, so, it's coming It's coming real, real quick. And, you know, the O's are still doing their thing. Just took mm-hmm. three or four in Toronto. So, it's a good day. Mm-hmm. Good day. I know mm-hmm. it was a light day at practice, apparently. Uh, but we still have some notes because we, we got to talk about yesterday and today. Yeah, absolutely. Got to talk about both days. And uh, these are the, this is what today was, what, the third of four long two and a half hour practices consecutively, I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. So this is the thick of it, right? This mm-hmm. is training camp at its best, at the height of it, getting closer and closer to the time when the commanders will show up and we'll get to go, go check them out, you know, uh, practicing with the Ravens. But uh, glad to hear you're doing well. Uh, I'm really excited tonight as well because it's been a while, Glenn, and we kind of hopped around. We had, we've had, look, everyone knows there's a million uh, betting sites that you can use, but we've had our frustrations here in Maryland because not everybody can be used in Maryland. Yeah. Right. And sometimes you ha- you have to do a VPN and all these other things for it to work. But the really I've cool over thing, the, the state lines. Yeah. The really cool thing here is that uh, us and the OG is what I would call them. Oh yeah. Um, Bet us have uh, struck up all a partnership here and we are super excited about it. And the really cool thing is that if any of you guys are already putting money down on sports every Sunday or during baseball games or whatever, uh, you can do it here in Maryland. And with, with our code, it's a really easy way to support the show here. Uh, and then also, no, I'm not balding. You're not Sorry. bald. Oh, Glenn knows is not. Yeah, no, I have a I big forehead, but I'm not balding. It's always <laughs> been this big. He'll tell you he's known since I was a it's child. True. You're like <laughs> pointing all these places. Sorry, Jimbo. No, it's okay. It's sensitive though, because I am not balding. It's just a big forehead. When that day Ridiculous. comes, you guys better better be sure I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. I will let you know. But ultimately, the really cool thing I think about this as well, Glenn, is that. You're gonna get a, a not a hundred percent match up to twenty five hundred dollars, a hundred and twenty five percent match, just by using our link in the description. So, guys, support the show. Go make some easy money as our mm-hmm. as our partnership progresses. We're gonna be talking about some lines and things we're taking the over on. Yeah. I saw an over under recently on Mark Andrews at eight hundred yards. Taking the which, over, yeah, take the over. Um, and there's a lot of other ones as well. So go check out BetUS. Download the app. Use the link below in the description we'll keep talking about it anyway mm-hmm. let's get on to the show um where you want to start yeah. glenn because there's a lot of stuff that's going on here uh coming out of camp for the past two days for the baltimore ravens yeah well let's start with um you know who, who's been participating it's it's yeah. really a very similar list is what we've been seeing of course jk still doing the hold in pat ricard rashad bateman both still on the pup list Voorhees. You know, not expected to uh, play at all this year. Tyus Bowser still nursing the knee injury. Um, Geno Stone still out with the ankle. Um, but also, uh, let's see here. The, this is the big one, the new one to the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, during yesterday's practice session, Rocky Sin did suffer a knee injury against uh, when he was going on one-on-ones, I believe, against Shamar Bridges. 
He left the field under his own power, but did not return. Um, got some further testing today. Apparently, everything structurally is okay, which is good news. Does just have some soreness, so he's going to be out of practice. But it looks like they dodged a bullet, Jimbo, because, if I mean, it's already got me. Now I'm already getting nervous because oh we, we already talked about how thin it is at corner. Mm-hmm. Obviously, can't afford to lose Marlon, but Rocky Sin's not far behind him because he's the only other guy on the team with a decent amount of experience. So, man, at what point... I mean, guys are taking advantage of the extra snaps, but I still can't believe we haven't seen more more competition and, and more bodies added to this group. I just saw today Anthony Averick got signed up by the Niners. Yeah, man, I'm I'm a little surprised we haven't seen someone else you know come in. Yeah, I mean, I think that every year you have a position where you kind of hold your breath and hope for the best, and it's weird to say because it's been so long. It might just be corner for the Ravens this year. I'm, they're going to expect a lot out of the young guys, and hopefully that's the way they mitigate it. But I think that based on cap constraints and the way the Ravens do things, we get so many draft picks, eventually you got to lean on them, right? And you mm-hmm. talked about guys taking advantage of snaps. I know there's one guy in particular you mentioned. That's Armour Davis. Talk to me about what you're hearing because you know that I'm one of those guys that's a little uh, nervous about little Armour Davis. If I see number five out there, uh, you know, a, across from Marlon Humphrey on the other side of the field. I'm, I'm holding my breath, but are you feeling more confident than me? No, I mean, a little bit, but not much. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm confident in that I think if he's healthy, he can get the job done. I think okay. he'll, you know, if, if not just healthy during the regular season, he's got to be healthy, continue to stay healthy through camp because that I think is what, what hurt him last year. He didn't, he wasn't able to suit up every day for camp wasn't able to learn the defense and when he was forced to be out there during a big time situation second half of a, a Miami game that we had a monster lead on end up giving it away and he he finds himself lost in certain situations because he didn't have you know all those reps at practice that are valuable so I I just hope that he can continue to stack good day after good day and live up because he's got it all I mean he's got the height weight speed he's got you know, he can find the ball. He, he's he got it all. I mean, there's really the only thing he didn't have was time on the field because of mm-hmm. injury. So mm-hmm. I understand why you're hesitant, but uh, look, they're going to have to rely on somebody past those first two guys. So I don't think you feel great. Like, I don't think there's another guy that you feel better and more confident in behind, behind uh, Jalen Armour Davis. So it's not like there's a whole group where you're like, yeah, I believe in this guy, this guy. And I, I think they're all kind of they kind. You have your doubts about all of them, including yeah. Jalen, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, I've I've kind of gone on a limb and, and talked about uh, my guy Brandon Stevens. But the thing about Brandon is that if I'm not mistaken, he's kind of in the mix as well for a slot mm-hmm. and kind of um, you know battling that out with a few other guys. And so, while I would like to say I'd love to, you know, if it comes down to it, I'd love to see him out there instead of an Armor Davis. You gotta kind of do what you do. You gotta do what you you gotta do what you need to do in order to spread your talent out. Is what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. whatever that ends up being, um, and however that ends up, however that ends up manifesting itself on the field, whatever position they're playing. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely nervous about it. Uh, and um, these look, there's no other way to put it. The young guys got to step up. Brandon Stevens is a young guy. Like, say however you want. Sure. Armor Davis, Pepe Williams, and you throw in uh, our Darius Washington in there in the slot, and I'm probably forgetting some names. Mollett. Right. New to the team. Right. Somebody's got to step up. 
and play a bigger role than they did last year, whether it's on this team, these young guys, or Mullet, of course, who was a stealer, if I'm not mistaken. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, somebody's got to do it. And I think this year the cornerback position is the group. I don't know. I mean, are there any names out there that are still sitting around that you're that got, get you excited, get you jumping out of your seat? Well, we know the ones that that we, that we were most excited about are now both signed since right. we last talked about this. So it's like now Peters. what? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's guys out there. I didn't know a ton about Mollette, and seems like, and I hope we're pronouncing his name properly. We're probably like over pronunciating it, but um, he's been probably Mullet or something. Yeah. yeah. I think he's been a, a, a bit of a surprise in how how well he's playing. He's brought some fire to the group. Apparently, he's got some uh, energy to him. He brings a level of physicality to that spot that I think you don't necessarily get from a guy like Pepe, who's so undersized. Uh, so, hey, maybe maybe this will be the position that is. This could be that position that's like if they play well and they stay healthy, man, this defense could be special. If they struggle, if they get banged up, this that could be kind of the Achilles heel of the, of the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that that works itself out. Um, but I kind of want to change gears real quick because well, first, look, we got to get nervous. We got to get that. Oh gosh. <laughs> Go ahead, Jimbo. Sure, Numra says. Shout out to Numra. Football is back, baby. Speaking of back, Glenn <laughs> with one in. Can we get a quick peek at the structure of your back? Need a nice oh, angle. Hell. That's fine. Nah, psych, LOL, too much. Asking for neck angles is fair, but not in the mood to do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm wow. trying to figure out wow. the demographic of Numra. Is like, is he like a 15-year-old kid? Like a middle-aged man? I hope you know, I never know. I want to remain forever ah, a mystery. Ah, ah, ah. You know, I don't ever want to know the true identity. Oh, you know? that's so good. I love it, man. <laughs> Shout out to Numra, man. That's awesome. Uh, wild. You are wild. What's going on, Nana? Appreciate you coming out here. Right. I saw Don C listening on his Bluetooth. So shout out if you're trying to comment with Don C today. Uh, he's not going to be his usual um, active participant in the comment section. I think he's just going to be listening today. What's going on, Fly? Tanja, appreciate you coming out. Jackson, Edwin. Uh, appreciate you guys all coming out. I think yep. uh, this is this is certainly an exciting uh, exciting time. Devin says mm-hmm. maybe ISO Marlin best on best and double the second. Yeah, I think kind of what became the famous strategy of of Bill Belichick, where he would take his his uh, I think his second or his best corner and put him on you know your second best receiver, and then just double team your best guy with the second corner and a safety. So it's it's possible, uh, but I think what Mike Madonna wants to do is build a, a defense where you don't know what the hell is going on. He doesn't want you to know, Oh, this is what they're doing. He wants to have a bunch of guys out there that are virtually interchangeable. It's easier said than done, but to your point, Hey, Marlon, I love the thing that's great about Marlon is he'll go everywhere on the field. He's not this yeah. corner who just says, look, nope. this is my sideline. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. If Mike needs him to go inside and cover a tight end, he'll do it. He needs to play nickel dime. He'll do that. He'll play on either side, either boundaries, not just a, a one-side guy. So that's certainly an advantage that uh, Mike McDonald has in Marlon Humphrey. 100%. Um, oh, you're not yeah. allowed to say 100% anymore, Jimbo. 99%. 99%. Uh, yeah, no, but that's a great point, though. He doesn't discriminate. Marlon Humphrey will do and, – and, and he's he's versatile not only where he'll play, but, like, you remember Sherman got great. It was really in a specific scheme. And yep. not, not to the same heights, but, like, Norman got paid – 
if I'm not mistaken, it was a similar scheme, right? It was a zone scheme that the Panthers were playing back then. But Marlon, you can ask to do anything, and he'll he'll do it well. Uh, and so, yeah, that that does relieve some of the pain. You know, it mm-hmm. makes you, you feel a little better. But I want to kind of change gears here because I'm getting too nervous about the cornerback room. So let's talk about something else. Um, I think your guy initially that you picked to to start at left guard, John Simpson, right? Initially, yep. He well, yeah, that was yeah. like early on. Yep. Uh, him and him and Patrick Queen got into it, and I tell you what, I got so excited when I read this, Glenn. For so Patrick, excited, yes, because I love it, man. It seems like he's abs- I don't know, like you talked about, you he's embraced it. I don't know if it's the the Roquan effect, what it is. Like things are finally clicking for him, and he finally seems to be the aggressor. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I. One of David Goggins' favorite quotes is, I'm not the surprisee, I'm the surprisor, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm the one that does the surprising, right? Like, I'm the dominant one in this in this, in this this situation. And that's how I feel he's starting to, like, turn that page, right? And so, uh, man, it's exciting. Shout out to Tony Thornton, local yeah, local legend, man. That's right. Appreciate you being here, Tony. But, dude, I got hyped when I saw that. Did you get excited when you saw that uh, saw that note? You know, he's just a different guy, man. Like, that's why when the whole Chase Young stuff was being brought up, I hear him now. He's talking about he has not – we haven't seen the best of Pat Queen yet. We still haven't seen him, you know, at his best, which is crazy because we've already seen a pretty damn good football player in Pat Queen. But Mm -hmm. this year, man, he is going to absolutely secure the bag. I think he's going to get paid. He's going to – I love how – like you mentioned, not just the physicality that we've seen is a big difference, but how much more vocal he's been. I mean, this guy – he has been it's so weird like how 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 the addition of Roquan has either lit a fire under him because it's you know such great competition or or just the personalities match so well cuz it's it's been it's been awesome to see man that that one two punch of them two it's going to be hard to ever take Pat Queen off the field even when teams go light because he's so athletic he's so skilled and if them two can get things together as far as you know covering the middle of the field man it's going to be it's going to be special so yeah I like yeah. seeing it too I like cuz John you know, it's funny. John Simpson was standing over right next to Keaton Mitchell, and uh, when they were doing the the uh, the autograph signings, and I said, and I was talking to Keaton. I said, "Hey, man, you're looking good out there." And John said, "Thank you." And then he looked around. And he went, "Oh, you weren't even talking to me. What? I don't look good out there." And I said, "No, you look good out there too, John. I remember you out of Clemson." He was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, <laughs> "But he could be put me right on the spot." He's like, "He's like, what? Why are you complimenting him?" But so he doesn't strike me as like a a guy who would. You know, he seems like such a nice guy. So the fact yeah. that they got into it tells me it got, yeah. you know, pretty heated. But luckily it got uh, chilled out pretty quickly and they got back to work. Yeah, well, speaking of heated, it's funny, Glenn. It's almost like people that have media passes listen to our show. It cracks me up sometimes. Hmm. Because did you hear the the, the, the question? And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say verbatim, but they were asking Linderbaum about his edge. Hmm. About his like, well, you know, it's, his it's like-minded thinking. That's what it is. Sure. Yeah. Say what you want. You know, Jim always, always thinks someone's ripping us. No, no, but I'm just saying, look, what I believe that we are the closest thing to boots on the ground to the fans. That's like, true. Oh, yeah. And if you want to know the fans' opinion, well, where else to come than the 410 Sports Talk, right? Like, that's right. We're, yep. we're not in the media booth. We're not in the in the press box. We're not behind the rope at the training camp. No, no we're uh. right here with everyone else. We are men of the people. Like, come on, man. We're out here canvassing door to door to get votes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, Tanja makes a point. I see in the chat. He didn't play well last year, John. My guy, John right. Simpson. So right. it, it's and look, it's but the fact that he's getting a fair a fair look at it after Salah got what his first week. Now it's John's turn. I love that they're cycling yeah, these guys out. True. But ultimately, I think Salah Salah did nothing to lose. No, Salah did nothing to lose the uh, the job. So right. I think he'll ultimately. You know, as long as he keeps progressing, keeps getting better, he'll he'll win the job. But yeah, um, John, it's nice to have a guy like John in the back who has had so much playing experience and could come in, you know, and play when necessary. And I also think this is this is not for nothing, but he's like your crew, right? So when you when Salah comes out, John, if he's a good teammate, is able to say, "Hey, like I saw this, I saw that. Like slow yeah. yourself down, like work on this," and just having that experience and having somebody you can trust to help frame your mind. If, if John is that type of teammate, which I wouldn't be surprised if he is, offensive linemen generally are not are the least divas of all, right? Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Uh, that's also crucial as well. But I thought it was funny when they asked Linderbaum that it was not just – apparently we weren't the only ones that made that observation. But, um, yeah, I mean, you're talking about his competitive fire, his you know, competitive mm-hmm. nature, he thinks it's a good thing. I, I'm just so excited about this kid, man. I'm, I'm really excited to see what kind of step he takes this year. But I was excited to see that as well. I gotta ask you what this is probably the 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 thing that got me the most excited. Um, and this was the the Peter. This is from shout out yes. to Jonas Jaffer. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I saw he tweeted about what um, Peter King, you know, mentioned. He said that uh, Zay Flowers is the most impressive rookie in any camp so far this year. He was at six. This was his sixth camp that he'd Dude, been to. Yeah, any camp he's seen thus far in yep. person, right? How awesome is and that? And just to further that, this is the rest of his quote. So he starts with, the most impressive rookie I've seen in six camps is Zay mm-hmm. Flowers. He said, why? He lines up across from a corner, and unless they literally interfere with him or hold him, he has tremendous separation on, on almost every cut. Mm. His quickness, his speed out of cuts is going to be a thing to watch in the NFL this year. That was Peter King's quote on Zay. I mean, how, how cool is it? Because, like, it's like all started with Lamar. Like, we get Lamar, and it's like, wow, we have an offensive player that's getting national attention. And then not only does he do that, he goes on to win the freaking MVP. And now we got a guy who I think is going to compete for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think he's going to have that type of season. And unless there's a quarterback who runs away with it, which is typically, you know, how it goes if there's a rookie starter who makes mm-hmm. it through a whole season and plays, you know, halfway decent. Mm-hmm. But if it's not that – if it's not a quarterback, I think Zay's got just as good a shot as any rookie in the league. And how cool is it that we got a receiver who's got even who's even in the discussion for offensive rookie of the year? A receiver. Say it again, Glenn. Come yeah, on. buddy. We're talking wide receiver, That's not right. tight end. We ain't My talking God. running back. That's right. We're, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it, it's just exciting to be in today's age of football. And in addition to that, I also saw Jonah talk about the uh you know it's it's a rarity this is something he hasn't seen before with the ravens i think it was yesterday they were took 15 minutes working on rub routes for the wire so good to hear this oh, attention to detail it. right like the modernization of this offense is is going to be really really exciting to see but man that got me so excited about zay uh I, so it's let me ask you what, what i mean what's this volume breakdown going to be like if you take you know, the top three receivers. Unfortunately, right now we're leaving Aguilar out of the top three receivers. But, but like, I tell you what, Aguilar's right. I think Aguilar yeah, is fighting. the top three because Bateman's not there. So I'm yeah, putting Aguilar up there. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Man, and, and when is Bateman? There's no timetable, right? 
Nobody knows. Yeah, my gosh. It's it's sad. Yeah, it's sad for him for sure, and and obviously for the Ravens. But like, say they're all healthy is I guess a better way to put it. You think that it's you think that it's Zay that still gets the most touch the most targets? Man, it's it's gonna be hard if you're just talking wideouts, just those yeah, those yeah, three yeah. guys. Yeah. I I think he does. I think he gets the most touches because I think you got to include the 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 handoffs. You got to include the jet sweeps. All right. Uh, anything like that. At overall touches. I think he gets more overall touches than OBJ, than Zay. Wow. I mean, than uh, than Nelson. Uh, the only person I'm unsure about is Mark Andrews because look, yeah. every time we're there, Jimbo, <laughs> he, I mean, he's throwing a mark because it's his yeah. guy. And they even asked uh, Munkin about that, about you know how they have such chemistry and does it worry him. You know, basically, you know, does it worry him that it's that he relies too heavily on throwing it to Mark, and could that become a problem? And uh, it didn't seem like Munkin was worried about it, but he did. He did see that uh, man. They have a connection. There's just no doubt. So yeah, I think Zay is going to be. At, the only thing is how much he can handle without being overwhelmed is the only thing I'd be worried about. But he seems like like a veteran already, so maybe that won't be the case. I'm hoping, man. I, I'm I'm absolutely hoping that's the case, and uh, that it's not a a James Prochet scenario on steroids where he just shows out in camp. But yeah. I think we're talking about a different animal here. It's just really that simple because the Ravens, I look, man, you, you get, the Ravens trust tape more than anything. Right. And it's a guy in the first round. He's got to have good tape. So uh, Ryan Laney mm-hmm. says, shout out. Let's, let's go. Best Ravens talk show around. Thank you so much. Laney uh, baby right there. Laney baby. That's right. My man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Big time. No, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 just I've yeah. Just to the, further down, Jimbo. Hold on, I gotta say he, yeah. to break down what he did in one on ones most recently since we spoke last. Mm-hmm. Poor Kevon Seymour got all three one on ones against Zay Flowers oh. yesterday, and to his credit, he hung in there. You know, he hung in there, but the first one he gave up. I think it was a, a curl route, ten yard route, but Seymour was there. The next one. He wasn't even in the picture. He was he, he over. He anticipated a break that was not there. Uh, Flowers used his body to to gain easy separation. Had an easy catch on the third one. Um, apparently, he had an outside release. Uh, ended up fighting fighting through, coming back to the ball, and made a catch again. So all three, he made a catch. The guy's uncheckable right now. Um, yeah, it's it's fun, but let me. All, I, I talked about Aguilar. I got to bring this guy up again because I think he's being really, really underrated and kind of overlooked. He beat Adarius Washington today twice, uh, or yesterday, with significant separation. Now that's a tough ask for Adarius, but Adarius had been playing so well against those other guys uh, that it's still an impressive feat to to beat him with significant separation, even though Adarius is kind of a fringe guy right now. Yeah. Um, and then lined up against Marlon and appeared to get the better of Marlon on the release, as well as uh, it caught a, a touchdown on the veteran. Um, so if you're beating Marlon I, on the outside, that's pretty damn special. So, man, I just think Nelson Aguilar is primed to, to remind everyone why he was a first round pick. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I just said absolutely. Gosh, dang it. I got to think of new words. No, 100% is worse. Oh, 100% is 100% worse than absolutely. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. No, but ultimately, I'm I'm so excited about Zay. I cannot wait to see him out there. I I cannot wait to see him get some run in preseason. Just enough to loosen up the legs and give us an idea of what's going to happen 
but yeah, I, I cannot wait for this kid to get out there and, and see what he's got. So um, I'm super excited about it. But uh, what else do you got for us, Glenn? Yeah, you know a guy I think has been impressive all through camp. We saw him yeah. at the uh, at the practice, and I think it's a long shot that he makes the team, but he just keeps making plays. Tariq Black, a uh, wide receiver. I mean, this guy, he was making a ton of catches at the stadium. Every time I see him, he's making catches. He continued today or yesterday with drills. Uh, he goes up against um, Jeremy Lucian, I think is his name. Or Lucian? Uh-huh. Who, who somebody was hype about this guy, who was who was hyping this guy up. But anyway, uh, he beat him on the one-on-ones. one-on-ones. I, I've consistently seen him being a, a target over the middle where he goes up and high points a ball. I wonder where there's an angle he can squeeze into the roster. I don't see it, but it, at the very least, if he's on your practice squad and you do have a rash of injuries against those, at least we know there's a guy who's who looks to be hungry, looks to be a, a big target, hasn't had any of those poor drops that we see from 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 a lot of these uh, fringe receivers. Yeah. So, man, I gotta give I gotta give Tariq cre- uh, credit for you know how he's been playing. He's definitely looked. In my opinion, better than James Prochet. Tylen Wallace. No, I, I'm not I'm not a fan at this What's point as a receiver. To that guy? I just don't think he plays with enough strength and he doesn't have the burst to make up for lack of strength. He just he's just in a yeah. weird position. Um Laquan Treadmills Treadwell's had some nice moments. Uh, but but yeah, I mean I think that receiving core, man, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see both T- Prochet and Tylen Wallace off the team replaced by maybe a guy like Tariq Black. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see. I tell you what, uh, they've got to be feeling the pressure. They've got to be. There's no way that they're oblivious to their situation. And hopefully it comes out and it manifests itself in some good plays in one of these preseason games that make it really tough on the coaches. But, dude, how about Munkin's swag, man? Like, I wanted to talk about this, too. The, the, the playbook in the front of the draws looking like Ron Swanson. Uh, man, this is great. I – I can't get over this guy. This guy's got to be like, he's going to be memes on memes on memes by the end of the season, right? I think so. Especially Are we going to start calling successful. him Uncle Uncle Todd? I'll call him Uncle Todd. You know what I mean? He's got the unk feel to him a little bit. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. man, he looks like a Marylander too, dude. Like, can you see him just like on the Eastern Shore in a boat just fishing? Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> for sure. I mean, this guy's fitting right in. I- I've loved having him here, man. Yeah, it's really exciting to see, and and I I thought he was interesting. He was talking about, talking about tempo, and of course, we already have kind of um, talked about this a little bit with like lining up on the line and and things like that. But I am I, man, I just it's hard for me to like articulate all the things that I'm expecting to happen because I've said this before. I really have no idea. Other than we know the offense is going to pass more. Other than we know the offense has already been way more detail-oriented. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see the step that, that – I think I've said this well, but the step that Lamar Jackson gets to take under Todd Munkin. Yeah. All that being said, there are still people that think Todd can't get the job done. There's still people out there. Yep, the haters exist. Yeah. Are, are you are, – I mean, obviously, you believe Todd can get the job done, and you think this has been an A-plus hire so far. Any reservations? Yeah. Like, how many – you know, what if it starts going south, Glenn? Are you going to call up Greg? I'm calling up Greg. No, I don't think I'll be calling up Greg. I think what's – everything he says is, like, music to my ears. When they ask him questions about, um, you know, how to best take advantage of – you know, he, every time they try and make it 
to where it's like they ask him about the system. Yeah. He flips it to, add, to, to talk about the unique skills. He goes, what makes this guy unique? He said, everyone's elite at this level. So what makes you unique? What makes you you? I need to find that. And then we need to have that on the field. You know what I mean? I just love how he, it seems to me like more than ever, he just caters his offense to around what his players do well. And that, I think it's all that players want. Like a player doesn't want to be asked to do something that he he's not comfortable doing or doesn't do well. And it doesn't sound like Todd's going to ask you to do that. So I love it. The only reservations I have is that it's a big leap for the initial part of the season for a lot of the key offensive players, specifically Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Then he mastered this offense quickly because it's a huge jump from where he was, what he was asked to do from a passing game standpoint, from a communication standpoint, from a, you know, reading what the defense and then reacting from pre-snap. He didn't do any of that. So it's just such a big jump. Like the jump for a lot of these guys, isn't that it? Like if you ask the offensive lineman, they're like, that's eh, we're doing a lot of similar stuff. You know, it's offensive line play, but a guy like Lamar, this is a huge leap. Not to say, I don't think he can do it, right. but can he do it and be effective? Hit the, hit the ground running. Cause this is the AFC Jimbo. You can't, afford to have a slow start to the season. You can't afford to – yeah, man, Houston, chances are, even if they start slow, they might be able to get by Houston. Well, week two is Cincinnati. You mm-hmm. don't want to start – You're already in the, de- in the deep end. Right. So, my only concern is, can this offense be up to full speed in the early part of the season? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. And outside of that, if I'm not mistaken, don't we play – uh, three divisional opponents. I'm just double check. We play half our divisional games before week six, right? Or by week six. So you can't uh, go me, down 0-3 in the division. Let me just double check. Let me double check for us. So see, week two, yeah, week two, week four, and week five. Week two is the Bengals. Week four is the Browns. Week five is the Steelers. So by week five, we will have played half of our division games. That's a, that's a really good point. I tell you what, though, on the on the really exciting side of that, this offense could come out firing and people not knowing what to do <laughs> big time you know what i'm saying because of the the ability you know look man people listen to the show because i know you and i said this as soon as todd got hired do you remember i made the comparison to him and and nick nurse because of his like yeah. resume of playing uh, uh, being able to it's a skill to coach Strategic. all of his skill sets of, right and he takes what he has in front of him and, and shapes it, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. like, Greg is the exact opposite of that. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but Greg takes his system, gets his guys, and r- everything runs through his system, right? Where where um, Munkin is much more talent-related. Like, he'll take his guys and, and make the best out of the pieces of he, he's got. So uh, somebody else said this, and we said this exact same thing. No knock on anyone who watches the show. But um, similar to how the Patriots used to be, right? Like, uh, <laughs> one week they would they would they would hand it off forty times. Oh, dude, I I I used to marvel. They, they would yeah. go up. They would almost they go one week. They don't pass the ball Absolute at all. Chameleon. Next week, that's all they do is pass. Yeah. yeah, and I really think that we can do that now. Tom Brady is the best of all time. Like even I, who don't like Tom Brady, happy birthday today, right? Was it today? I think it was today. Happy Sounds birthday to Tom Brady. Yeah. Hope you find the happiness you're looking for. Uh, but uh, it's certainly not an aging, but. Um, <laughs> don't worry tom you're aging up you're aging up bro that's the new saying we're aging up uh, uh but ultimately what i was gonna say is that uh i think that we have the pieces and the most unique quarterback since mike vick 
to to be better than that in the range of things we can do mm-hmm. the way this mm-hmm. offense can look and man i tell you what it's just it just got me so excited um oh it's got me fired up dude i'm, I'm yeah they I'm got it goosebumps here they they just have to keep working. I love what Aguilar says. Every time they ask him about how how good like what the ceiling is and how good the talent is, he's all he does is keep pointing back to yeah, but we got to work. Yeah, you know, it, that's all it comes down to. Now, quickly, I want to ask about a defensive player who it's another player where I'm like, man, is this another classic Ravens guy? Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Deshaun when we were there on Tuesday, he gets a a 95 yard pick six in seven on seven drills and. I'm I'm sure this isn't like I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know and saying that in seven on seven drills, there's no linemen. It's usually pretty easy for the offensive players to get things done in seven on seven because you don't have to worry about a pass rush. There's a lot of space for players. So typically the offense wins in seven on sevens. If you get a hand and a deflection, that's a heck of a win. Well, not only did Del Sean break up a ball, he picks six, 95 yards in seven on seven. Then follows up the next day with another seven-on-seven interception, this time against Josh Johnson. That is – that's insane. Like, that's not normal for especially a linebacker to have two pick-sixes back-to-back days in seven-on-seven. So, I just want to give the guy a shout-out. Yeah. I I think it's a tough – you know, it's going to be a tough hill for him to to get on this roster with, you know, guys like Josh Ross who impressed last year, who, by the way, I haven't heard his name mentioned at all this Mm -hmm. season. Uh, but that's impressive for Delshawn, and maybe maybe PQ is not the only one benefiting in a big way from some strong linebackers. I think Deshaun's benefiting from both PQ and Roquan. Yeah, I mean the multiplicity of 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 Roquan Smith, right? Like this effect that he has on the entire team is just uh, exciting. Man, people have said it before; like he's very much Ray Lewis esque. And it's, it's really nice to know he's got that contract locked down. Roquan Smith is a Raven for this year and three more after that. My son will be in cool. school before Roquan Smith is no longer Raven. Thank oh, you. Oh, by the way, he signed the football, Jimbo. Dude, safe and sound right there. I wouldn't you know tell I mean? people your address now, Glenn. You know what I'm saying? I got some Hall of Famers on that ball right there. Do you? Oh, dude, John Harbaugh. He'll be a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, for sure. Calais Campbell. Hall of Famer. Roquan will be a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Zay Flowers, Hall of Famer. Yeah, well, he's on there. Let's not go crazy. I'm calling Uh, it, baby. There's some other pro bowlers, including Project Pat Ricard on there, too. So there's some names. There's also a lot of lesser names on there. Shout out to all those guys who spend the time and sign the ball. But, yeah, um, it's – I think – if we if we got to get Lamar, we got to get OBJ. Come on, guys, get with the program. We got to get Mark Andrews. Um, but yeah, I mean, Delshawn Phillips, I think, has uh, every chance to to at least make the practice squad, and then you never do know what could happen after that. But shout you, out to Delshawn. you don't, and it seems like maybe every team does, but the Ravens in particular have a guy, you know, a, a dark horse or two. Generally, they tend to be like the undrafted guy, but whether they are or not, they have a dark horse or two that comes out and really is prepared for camp and and does a great job. And he seems to be really taking advantage of his opportunities, like you said. So can't do anything but, uh, you know, like you said, give the guy a shout out. I'm, I'm excited about like excited to see what he can do. Hey, I got a quick question for you. I think yep. when I just I don't know. It, look, sometimes I listen to pressers and I get hype mm-hmm. and I let my emotions kind of get and That's mm-hmm. that's OK, because I'm a fan. 
Yeah. When I listen to Michael Pierce talk about the differences in what he did on the in the offseason, it's like so different from the Michael Pierce that we remember was here who struggled with weight. Yeah, much who, more deliberate. Dude, he stayed he was around all offseason. Mm-hmm. He you know, he's coupled with the with um I can't remember her name, but the nutritionist here, yep. uh the the strength, the condition, the trainers got him back. The new ones uh after they fired the last regime got him back strong quickly. Uh, he's, you know, he's just, he seems so much more invested in his body mm-hmm. now, and man, if this guy can stay healthy because they were talking, he was talking about, um, the competition for pass rush reps on this D line. And because oftentimes we go, man, at the end of the year, we go, why didn't Travis Jones have more sacks? They talked to, you know, they hyped up. Why did he, why didn't, why didn't Metabike? Well, it's such a competition. You got to remember in passing situations, there's four, usually four linemen will say that'll have their hand in the dirt. And two of them are going to be edge guys. So two, there's only two spots. And a lot mm-hmm. of times the Ravens will bring another edge guy inside. So now you yeah. got three edge guys. So there's only one like true inside guy left to pass rush. So there's just not a lot of opportunities. I love to hear that you know Michael Pierce is adding the weapons to his pass rush bag. That Metabike is being pushed. That Broderick's adding stuff to his game. And then you, you talk about the young guys like like Travis Jones, and he was even like, "Look, Travis has added a lot, but he's got a guy named Metabike in front of him. That uh, it's going to be hard to get him off the field and pass her. So I just love the depth that we might have a guy in Travis Jones who who could probably push the middle of the pocket and get to the quarterback a couple times a year, but. Matabike is putting the bar up so high, and, and Michael Pierce, I think this is an underrated group, this defensive front. If they can stay healthy, I think they could be a difference-making group for, the, for this team. You know, Glenn, I think that's that's a, a profound conclusion. Thank you. Because I've been – yeah, absolutely. Because I've been thinking about this group, and, yeah, Michael is a huge wild card. Man, we've talked about the, the the guys that have this range of difference between what they can be between negative and positive. And you got to add Mike to that list because, dang it, not only if he can stay healthy, he's an impactful player. If he's already looking like a better football player and, and more physically in shape, then he, you add to that, right? So, yeah, I'm excited about Pierce and, and what he can do. And then Matabike, man, I, I can't wait to see him on the football field. Uh, gosh, I wish it was September already. It's coming. And like August is cool, but like, isn't September just better? September's be great. Just don't ask my son which which month he likes better, uh, because school's <laughs> starting. You know, so he's not. And the summer is zipping by, man. Like it's it's insane. But yeah, I mean, the, the closer we get to to fall, certainly the uh, the silver the silver lining is that uh, football's back. And, That's and right. Ravens football is just ten days away. And so while I have the Hall of Fame game on. You know, a lot of these guys, I remember them from all our draft prep. You know, I remember a lot of these young guys yeah, yeah. nearly. But it doesn't matter if it's the third or fourth string guy. If it's a Ravens game, you know, I'm interested. I'm invested. So, Absolutely. Uh, we don't have to wait till September to get excited about football. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm I, there. See, I was going to say I agree 100%. Now I'm just at a loss for words. See? Holy crap. It's in your head now. What am I going to do? I'm going to keep calling it out when you say it too, just yeah. to continue to torment you. That's uh, right. No, I just want to give you, please do. I just want to give you guys another another reminder that our link is in the description. Oh, Glenn, yeah. BetUS. Did, where, have you been Dude, using, weren't you using that? I've been using BetUS since I was just out of high school. 
Like, they are the OGs. I mean, it's crazy. I still get mail from them, even though I had to uh, take a respite for a little a couple years because I was uh, I was making some bad – I was making some emotional decisions <laughs> with my money. And so I had to put the brakes on myself. But I'll tell you one thing. If I was – I'm going to get into – I'm going to get into the early season of, the, of this Ravens team because – I think you're right, Jimbo. They're going to catch some teams by surprise. So if, yeah. if I if I was you guys, I would do what you know. Don't go with because the problem I got I was into is I would follow these national shows, and then I start to realize when they talk Ravens, I go, wait a minute, they really don't know what the hell they're talking about mm-hmm. when they talk about the Ravens. So why am I trusting them when they're talking about all these other teams? So I start to just focus on what I know, which is the Ravens, the AFC North. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot more success. So that's what I would say. Go with what you know. Don't follow the national guys because they're covering everyone. So they don't know shit. That's right. Go with what you know. I like the saying. The link is in the description. And like mm-hmm. I said at the beginning of the show, 125% they will match your deposit over your initial deposit up to 2500 bucks, which is awesome. Um, I'm glad you didn't have to say 100%. That's right. 125%. That's, that's right. The link's also at the banner. And shout out to DK. Did you guys notice the subtle branding change? Oh, I didn't even notice show? until just now. Show. Bam! DK, DK does man. it like that, dude. DK didn't even know anything about this until 8.05 p.m. Eastern. And then, whoa, bam! It just pops up it. on the screen all of a sudden. Uh, we are we are uh, partners with BetUS. So we're excited about it. Check it out, guys. And once again, I've said this before, like, we love doing the show and it's a really easy way for you guys to support us without giving us anything. We just want you to win money and use mm-hmm. the link, right? Like it's, it's mutually and, and celebrate your successes in the chat with yes. us. Cause I would love to hear about some good stories uh, coming out of the gambling world. Huh? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There's been some, some bad, bad ones, ones lately. And yeah. if you are a professional athlete that watches this show, don't do it. Don't you dare. They'll catch you. They will. Ask the kid out of Iowa State. Oh, I think he's man. going to prison, isn't he? Dude, he's got looking at two years. Dude, that's crazy. A, that's a that's a mission, bro. I did a mission for two years. That's a long time. Missions are tough, but I got a feeling prison's tough. Oh, prison's a lot tough. <laughs> no, thank you. Dude, that's uh, not worth it. Not uh, at all worth it. But I just wanted to let quickly... me just ask you really quickly though. I gotta yeah. Talk to me about what those jail conversations are going to be like for him. Like, oh, they're going to hey, be who'd like, you bet you on? idiot. Yeah, well, imagine, imagine, let's say he went to Iowa State. If he's imprisoned in Iowa, there's got to be some fierce rivals in, rivals in there, right? Oh, like, right, yeah. Yeah, well, I would guess that uh, Iowa. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that they would have a problem. Well, I mean, well, I, I don't know how for, it works. He played for Iowa State. All right, we're yeah. going to show you how we do it over here in Iowa. That's right. Strap up. That's let's right. go. That's, and it, and I hope I don't know if they have football leagues or if that's just from the from the uh, the longest yard, but I think they still. I think I saw somewhere there's a place where they have like a, a prison football league similar to where uh, we saw Jeez, on, on the so longest weird. yard. I don't know but, if that's uh, the case or not, but this yeah, is, I saw in the Ocho. I, I've never been to prison, but I I have heard I I in the past I, I one of my colleagues did five years in prison a long time ago. And nice. great guy, rehabilitated back into society. Great dude. Wow. But he said that people, you walk around with like your file, right? Like you, people know what you're in there for. And mm. if you're in there for anything that's like 
you know, abusing children or abusing women or whatever. You get the crap beat out of you every day, right? Do you think this guy just gets the crap beat out of him from stupidity every day? Like, you idiot. Most of the guys in prison, they did something really stupid. So I think all of them would get beat up for stupidity if that was the case. Um, But yeah, I I think uh, the guy obviously blew a massive opportunity to play a child's game for millions of dollars. He screwed Uh. up. There's no doubt about it. He... Yeah, he screwed up. But uh, quickly, I want to get back in a couple, uh, couple comments from the pressers. Yeah. Todd Munkin was yeah, asked sure. about uh, – J.K. Dobbins is driving me crazy, Jimbo. I know we've talked yeah. about him the last couple yeah, of pressers, but we can't stop talking about him because he's still sitting on the freaking sidelines. I'm, I'm so irritated by him. I mean, I just love – I wish they would put PQ's presser up and play it for J.K. Yep. Because – PQ said it best. He's like, yeah, at first I was pissed off. My friends and family, they were calling me. They were pissed off. Everyone was pissed off. But then I realized the only thing I can do is play well. That's how I, like, that's, and he has way more leverage than J.K. Dobbins. Even his position, right. Even though his position, I mean, both positions have been devalued. devalued, Even still. At least he he's played in every game. He's been productive in every game. Yeah, he hasn't been perfect, but he's been productive in every game. He's never game. been injured. He's never been injured, and he's gotten better and better. And what's he been doing since the offseason? He's been doing nothing but working and trying to get better. I just think it's just a – I just don't understand the end game here because even when Todd Munkin was asked about the situation, he said – Look, there's no doubt he's going to be behind. He's and he kept prefacing. Look, I'm excited when he'll come back. Da da da. But he's going to be behind. So he's starting off behind. I don't. I just don't understand the logic, the game plan. I don't understand like what he's hoping to get. Like, is he going to get a contract out of this, Jimbo? No. Like, so what is he doing it for? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand because I think his I point. Would, I would also bet. I, I just just my bet. I would also be I would also bet that he's increasing his chance of injury by like now he's jumping into the fast lane. Right. You know what I mean? So like I, I also get concerned about that. He's getting bad advice from his advisors a hundred percent. And DK, the, the thing we talked about on Tuesday was that like I wonder if this is in contrary to the advice he's getting from some of his advisors, and they're telling him to stop and, and this is his like he's going rogue. You know what I mean? And like his decision, because ultimately it's always the guy's decision, right? You can have a financial planner and an agent, but that doesn't mean you got to listen to him. You know what I mean? So I'd be interested to know if he's got an agent that's telling him to do this, this dude needs to find a new line of work. Well, look at who, you know who his agent is? You know who else is is his biggest client? Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. Look how Dalvin's doing right now. Yeah. Free agent. Yeah, he's unemployed on the unemployment line. I, I, just, I just don't understand why anyone would say holding out is the good move. Yeah. That's the part I don't get. I don't even mind if he's frustrated. I get why he'd be yeah. you know, frustrated to some degree, especially about his usage last year. I thought you know that, that there were some times where he should have definitely been in there. But the only way to fix that is to play well. Like mm-hmm. I, I, and Especially because well, it's a whole new staff. It's not like you can hold right. resentments to Roman and Roman was still here. He's gone. The staff, like it's Todd now. So, what do you think of Living Legends' new uh, nickname for J.K. Dobbins? I like it, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> it's silly. And then it's it's really crazy because it's this it's this weird hold in where he's there all the time. He's at every meeting. He's smiling. He's laughing, but yet he won't. Ju- he just won't participate in the field. And like you said. I don't think this is 
bettering his chances of getting injured. I think it's worsening those. Chances. Yeah. Doesn't make, it doesn't make much sense to me physically. And, and uh, certainly with the, the chance of his, every time he sits out, I think the chances of his ha- having a productive, like breakout, like killer season, they can't be getting better. Now, could they come up, could they have come up with a plan for scaling him up and agree that he's not going to play preseason snaps? Like John would have been open. I think to all of that. Mm-hmm. If JK had just sometimes people come to the table with like a ripcord price or a ripcord, like nothing is a ripcord. Everything is a negotiation. And so let's just come to the table. Don't come to the table with your terms. Like let's, let's get the whole picture and, and figure this thing out for everyone. Cause there's a way that everyone can win. And right now JK is not winning and the Ravens aren't winning, but certainly JK is hemorrhaging right now. He is losing poorly in this whole mm-hmm. entire thing. And it, it's a real bummer. Uh, so I hope it all works out for the best. Ultimately, I want him to come out and ball out. Cause that means the Ravens are well, doing well. Because look, let me, let's be honest. We're Gus guys. We, we love Gus. Oh yeah. And, but all things considered, if they're all in the field, JK is the best running back in my yeah. opinion on our team. Yeah. So the Ravens are worse. This isn't good for the Ravens. Not good for, you know, anybody top. No one is involved. Offense, JK. This isn't good for anyone except for maybe, Maybe Keaton Mitchell. Maybe he's got maybe uh, Melvin Gordon. It's Melvin good for Melvin Gordon, Gordon. Right there, you go. That's who it's good for. But that's it. Jeez, Liz. Frustrating. Ah. Oh, uh, JK. And, and, and so, see, Louise, you're missing the point. We want JK to play well. Yeah, we want you're him out the there. Point. We want him to to show the production. But like sitting out just doesn't. I just doesn't do you any good. It does do you good. And when you're in a situation where you have leverage, if Lamar Jackson was sitting out right now, you better believe it would be a whole different conversation we're having. But yeah, but if Saquon Barkley can't get movement by sitting out, who was their team's entire offense last year, mm-hmm. JK ain't getting it. Like get with the program, dude. Yeah, you know the writing is on the wall. So, like, it's like if you're if his point is, uh, you can't move on without me. You won't be good without me. That ain't gonna. That's just not how it's gonna be, dude. It's just not how it's gonna be. So, Mm. I I really hope he comes to his senses and is back out there. And when he is, I'll support him. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Oh boy. Well, hopefully it all works out. But uh, I got a surprise, an on-show surprise for you, Glenn. I know you oh, are we go. huge oh, fans God. of this. Dude, every time with this, bro. I'm, I'm excited. It doesn't require oh, anything oh. from you, though, so it'll help. Oh, that That's helps. That's good, right? Yeah, so the pressure's off. The only thing I was going to say is that with BetUS being our new partner, uh, I've decided we're going to do something fun. Okay. So whoever, between now and a week from today, mm-hmm. all of the people – you know what? I'm not going to do a week. We're going to go bigger than this. Until – Week one. So we're gonna we're gonna build this thing, okay? Okay. Brick From now brick. until week one, all you have to do is use the link, send us a screenshot of confirmation, like on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Just send us a screenshot that you've deposited or you you know use the link or whatever something that makes it easily verifi- verifiable that, that you're using bet us using the link. If you do that, you are entered into a drawing in which mm-hmm. you just like funny looking yo. We'll also get some Ravens gear. Mm. So, funny looking yo, one Zay Flowers jersey, 
uh, you know, maybe there's another jersey on the horizon, but certainly it's going to be some Ravens gear. But all this, all you got to do, use the link, take a screenshot, and put yourself in a in in a drawing here. We're gonna pick at random. Everyone ha- obviously is, is just gonna be one name in there. It's not like you get multiple names. Now get your family to sign up if you really want to, you know, skew it in your favor. But it's really really easy, and uh, nothing will be easier. Let me just say that. So go win nothing. Nothing, nothing in life. Nothing, ever. Nothing. That's right. Oh, I think I like pretty... that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Hmm, no no pressure. No, you didn't have to give any like uh, hot takes or anything. Yeah, and we're, believe me, we're not trying to push anyone who may have a gambling issue or yeah, may yeah, yeah, yeah. only look, gamble responsibly. Yeah, only gamble. Look, look of all people on the show. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy ain't, Jimmy ain't about to give his money away. Well, let me tell you something. I have addictive tendencies and genes in my and addictive genes in my entire bloodline so yeah. i try and stay away from the gambling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because i'm an i'm an all-in or all-out guy oh and yeah I might lose my but house. you do have a lot of stock in the baltimore ravens i see i literally own half the stock on entire sports stock at mark's mark sports well, stock market for the Baltimore Ravens. That's well, how, let me tell you, as much as you, as much as you, you've definitely done well there. Remember, I got the, the Orioles, Orioles when they were in the basement, son, and I still just, got it. How many? When's the last time you looked at it, dude? I ain't looked at it since they were bad. How many did you buy? I can't even remember. I have to sign in just to find out. I don't even know. <laughs> but they were the cheapest stock in the in the whole league when I got it. I got, I put all of it into onto them. So. Oh. Uh, Hey, you, I'm sure you've at least doubled, right? Oh, dude, they are like the darlings right now. I got them when they were trash. All I know, though, is I said it before. Don't be surprised it didn't go up that much because the st- I got a bone to pick with that with that specific mm. stock market. Because on the day, the draft day, we draft Zay Flowers. We sign Lamar Jackson. 1.8% bump in stock price for the Ravens. What? What? I was expecting like 10%. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, that's a whole different story. Don't mess with me and my money. That's right. Yeah, don't play around. I literally texted the the founder of the company and was like, dude, really? I was angry. And he's like, maybe the stockholders were expecting that. Get out of here. No, hell no. Nobody was expecting Lamar. Yeah, and then you double it down with Zay? Yeah, no. uh -uh. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. Yeah, it was good, man. Hey, and by the way, Jimbo, the next time, and I hope you'll be there with me, but yes, I'll, I'll be, be there. On there. Tuesday. Okay, cool. So we'll be out back yep. at Ravens uh, facilities yep. on Tuesday. Yep. If any of you guys are out there, please reach out. Uh, we'd love to, you know, say what's up, meet yep. you, take a picture, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm hopeful because we got lucky. We saw a, a, a padded practice. I understand today was more of a walkthrough, about yeah, a two yeah. and a half hour walkthrough. So let's hope, fingers crossed, they're back to fully suited and booted and ready to go on Tuesday because that's the, the most fun practices for sure. 100%. I can't wait to be – jeez, I just ruined it. Yep. Ruined the streak. 99%, I can't wait to be out there. I'm looking – Keep it a buck. That's what you got to <laughs> I'm not cool enough to say that. Neither am I. <laughs> that was a good try, that. though. You looked pretty cool when you said it. Oh, wow. Uh, this is actually my last in-show surprise. Glenn, oh, my goodness. How can people sign up for BetUS? Yeah, there's a link in the description. All you have to do is look at the description, That's click right. the link. It's simply, it's that simple. And you could look, you can put $10, $100, you put 
they're going to give you a 125% match. Not 100%, 125%. So if you put in, was it 10? They'll put in, what, uh, 15? Is that yeah, right? I, so you, boom, you're up to 25. 1250, Is that right? 1250. Right? Oh, shit, 1250. <laughs> 150%. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope Bob Pierney isn't watching. I know, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> my math skills are trash. That was so bad. You're usually pretty spot on, too. Oh, that was embarrassing. What that's a great way to end the show. Yep. Egg on my face. But that's it for us tonight, and we'll be back soon. <laughs> I'll see you.